Hi, good morning. I love you. Yes. Ah, presence and mindfulness. That is what we're here for as we begin the holiday season. It's happening, y'all. I'm here for it. I am I'm here for it. I'm going to try to curb my F-bombs in front of the elders. Um, and yeah, I'm going to eat some delicious food, be in some beautiful company, probably drink, drink a craft beer or some nice wine. Mm, it's the most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do a little part do on the mother healing, healing the mother. I talked a little bit, a lot of it yesterday about, you know, a few like of my experiences currently and and the relationship between the mother and the daughter or the grandmother and the daughter and the granddaughter and the oh the lineage the feminine lineage that we that we all are connected to there's just so many different aspects of this because everybody's relationship with their mother is so completely different. Everybody's relationship with their daughter is so completely different. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple things that I didn't mention yesterday just because I kind of got caught all up in my feels a little bit, <laughs> which felt good. It did. It felt good to share to open up my heart and share that with you. Um, I feel that I probably made some pretty awesome points. I probably rambled a little bit, but the connection with the divine mother is something that we all experience, no matter what our relationships, you know, with the feminine, with the females in our life might look like. So I talked a little bit of, about like the umbilical cord connection, the physical connection, you know, to the mother. This is interesting in healing because, okay, so our belly buttons are the end of our like umbilical cord, right? Um, And that is severed. And that is, you know, I don't know. I know there's a lot of people that like don't agree with that and agree with, I don't even know how it all works because I haven't lived through that experience. However, um, your belly button is chock full of a Brazilian nerve endings. Um, it is the portal to our life force energy. It is the portal to the divine mother, I believe. And I tell clients all the time like no matter what you're experiencing like if you have physical ailments or you're having trouble balancing out your energy centers or your chakras I always recommend using a drop of essential oil mixed with a carrier oil and rubbing it directly into your belly button because all of those nerves carry the vibration of that oil straight to wherever it needs to go okay so for example if you're um, having trouble with grounding. I always, the soles of the feet are also, okay, uh, 
receptive of energy. So I say put patchouli oil on the soles of your feet, but you can also do that in your belly button. If you're having sacral issues, a drop of orange mixed with coconut or jojoba or grapeseed or whatever you have laying around the house, it doesn't really matter. Not Mazzola, not Crisco. I'll say that again. Get rid of that shit. Stop using vegetable oil because it's full of, oh my God, don't. Um, But use a good quality organic carrier oil and put it right in your belly button. If you are experiencing headaches, you can put a little drop of peppermint into some coconut oil and rub it around in your belly button. Helps open up your third eye, your pineal gland. Helps open up to receive that healing, loving energy, you know, within the different chakras or the different energy centers of your body. And it's always a a form of healing the mother within ourselves. Healing that divine feminine mother aspect of ourselves. Put a drop of essential oil right in your belly button. Guess what? Go straight to the mother part of ourselves. We all need mothering. We all need nurturing. And when, when we haven't received it from our own mothers, it's up to us to give that to ourselves and give that to our children so that we become the cycle breakers. You know, I know a lot of people's biggest fear is becoming their mother. <laughs> Ugh. And a lot of people like cringe at the thought of it and they spend so much of their energy trying not to be and trying not to that they end up just like their mother. You know the type. Maybe you are the type. That's okay. This too can be healed. But when we allow ourselves that divine motherly nurturing energy to give it to ourselves to help us heal, we heal the generations above us, the generations below us. So even if we're having an issue, let's say you have a, um, uh, what is, oh, words. Let's say the relationship that you have with your mother or your daughter is tense, is, it's a hard one. Whatever we heal, okay, first of all, whatever we are seeing in them is definitely something that still needs to be addressed, something that needs light shined on it within ourselves. Because if we heal it within ourselves, it's much easier for the energetic connection between mother or daughter to become open to, to um, transferring that beautiful healing energy. Because just because we call her our mother or our daughter, um, we the energetic tie there, the energetic connection is so strong that when we apply the healing to ourselves it it transcends through the other feminine connections in our lives so we heal ourselves the healing goes up the healing goes down everybody heals you know and I know that that (laughs) it's one little baby step at a time because sometimes the relationship can be all of the things that need to be healed it might be that list might be a mile fucking long you might have to work the rest of your life at it but that's okay too 
this stuff, healing business, this does not end. We're in it to win it, and it's going to take the rest of our lives. And that's okay. That's part of the deal. That's part of the plan. We don't just get to wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm healed, and then move move on, forget about it. That's That's not how it works. Whatever situations we've been through, experiences with our parents, with our children, is meant to teach us. You know, and I've heard a lot of mothers say, including my own mom, I did the best I could with what I had. And that is absolutely true. Every mother's experience is different. Every mother's upbringing, childhood, was different. So when you consider the things that your mother has instilled in you or the wounds that she maybe caused with her actions or her words. Consider this. Okay, it's hard to think, oh, she was doing the best she could with what she had. Get fucking real, Jenna. That's an asshole thing to say. I know that. But her raising you is solely based on how she was raised. The lack of love that she, the love she didn't receive. And I promise you, she was probably like, I do not want to be anything like my mother. I will not. But intuitively, I can also tell you that she spent all of her energy, all of her focus, all of her emotion, all of her, all of it on not being like that. And guess what happened? She became exactly like that. And that's why, you know, the the relationship hasn't healed yet. And that's okay. We really have to meet our mothers where they're at. We have to meet our daughters where they're at. And I'm not saying that we have to stoop to a level that is low vibrational or toxic or anything like that. But if if those we love, our mothers, our daughters, are old enough to understand, first of all, when it comes to our daughters, but that the energy that they bring is the energy they receive, if they don't aren't willing to take a look at themselves and become self-aware, then severance is probably the option. Estrangement is probably the option because, or at least separation for a while, because then you stop being the bending over backwards and the people pleaser that she needs you to be for her own needs. Um, And you stop showing up as someone you're not because if you're saying yes to shit you don't want to say yes to you harbor feelings like resentment it's like I'm doing it because I have to do it because I'm her daughter or I'm doing it because I have to do it because I'm her mother or I'm doing it because I have to do it because oof don't do that anymore. I know sometimes it's hard to imagine setting clear, loving boundaries in order not to be belittled or stepped on or 
made to feel guilty. Guilt is such a huge, huge wound between the mother and the daughter. I mean, I saw it in my family for still see it in, in, in my family on the mother's side. And I'm not talking necessarily talking about Barb. I mean, once in a while she'd be like, Oh, well, I haven't talked to you in three days. I'm like, okay, Barb, whatever. And I'll call her grandma when she says shit like that. (laughs) I'll call her out on it. But I was able to call grandma out on some of that stuff too, before she passed. And it, she didn't like it. She certainly didn't like it. But in a loving way, I was able to say, you know, do not make me feel guilty for the ways you also didn't show up. You know, the phone works both ways, man. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. But there's no reason to make someone feel guilty or or continue letting that shit roll downhill. Like, I... Mm, it's a hard... It's a hard cycle to break. Like, I see, especially with my grandma. I mean, she experienced in her, right before her mother passed away of an overdose, she called her, and this was when my mom was a a baby. It was like the first, so my mom was born in June, and it, it was the following winter. There was a bad snowstorm, and great-grandma called and asked my grandma to go to the pharmacy and pick up her prescriptions and she said I can't I'm I'm not taking Barb out in the storm I'm not you know but she set a clear loving boundary there okay my great grandma OD'd that night so apparently she had enough to get what she needed get what she wanted that night but Can you imagine how my grandmother felt after that? She carried that weight with her for the rest of her life. And it came out in ways that were not healthy. I mean, she, anybody that she loved, she had a way of making feel guilty because she held on to so much guilt from the passing of her mother. So... You know, then you think about like how she then raised my mom and it was based off of how she was raised, how the relationship with her mother. And like I say, that stuff gets passed down generation. We're still feeling turbulence and traumas from our great, 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 great grandmothers because none of us have ever known how to shine light on it and heal it. But... We've come to a point in time, in history, in existence that that is no longer serving us. It's time to break those cycles. It's time to show up as the beautiful, loving mothers that we are for ourselves, for our kids, so our kids know how to do it for their kids. Like the time is now. If we don't start looking at this within ourselves, then there's no hope, you know? There's nothing to look forward to if we're not actively pursuing our ailments, our the things that we need to work on energetically, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all of it. It's all energy. 
but it's time because we don't get a lot of it. We don't have much left. And I'm not saying that to be all doom and gloom and shit, but if you talk to a person that's 25 right now or 55 or 85, everybody's saying it's going too fast. This life slips by. It passes so quickly. We have the ability to heal within ourselves what is needed to grow and thrive in love with all of our hearts for the rest of our tenure here in this human existence. Let's fucking do it, please. (sighs) So, there's way more to that. Uh, Consider this episode two of Healing the Divine Mother Within Us. (laughs) Um, And, oh, I... I kind of left you guys hanging a couple weeks ago, didn't I? I mentioned having a retreat. Here's what's up. January 7th, it's a Sunday. I'm going to have a beautiful healing retreat here at my home on the Chippewa River, north of Chippewa Falls. And I am opening my home to, I've decided, 11 people. And I've already got confirmation on six, I believe. However, <laughs> um, I, I will be charging a handsome fee for this because what is going to happen here at this retreat is so much healing, so much connection with other women so much learning and I'm going to show you many, many things, but we're going to do a guided grounding meditation. We're going to learn how to, we're going to learn about the chakras. You guys, I just made this beautiful chakra guide to help walk you through all of that. So we have a better understanding of our chakras or energy centers Um, We will also be either making, there's going to be an arts and crafts project, okay? I'm not exactly sure what that is yet. Maybe I'll leave that part a surprise. But there will also be lunch and refreshments. And when the day is done, we can have a glass of wine. And the cost for this will be, is $199. 199 to spend a Sunday healing, connecting, opening up, learning, growing, flourishing, relaxing, and it's going to be everything. So, if that is something that interests you, please, please message me. And I have, I'm thinking, I believe it's five spots left. And that's if I didn't discuss a price with anybody yet, because I was really kind of mulling that over. But I've decided that $199 is 
a very fair, reasonable, wonderful price for what you will experience on that day. So if there's 11 of you that want to come and do that, I will accept your request in the order in which it is received. And yay, I can't wait. January 7th. I think we'll do a 10 to 4-ish or somewhere around there. Um, I have not hammered out the deets on all of this yet, but it is definitely in the works. And there we will we'll be learning how to give ourselves some of that beautiful mothering, nurturing, healing that we all so much crave and need and desire and deserve. Okay. <sighs> okay. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful Thanksgiving. I hope you have a beautiful extended weekend and are really able to become mindful and present and absorb each beautiful moment. Mm, it is so good. I love you. Go love yourself. <laughs>